Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. In the latest episode of Life and Leadership, Bobby Kerr sits down with the former PayPal Vice President Louise Phelan. Born into a family of 17 in County Leash, Louise rose to the very top of the corporate world. And in this clip, she talks about bringing a thousand jobs to Dundalk and making Taoiseach and a Kenny at the time very happy. 2012, when Ireland Inc. was on its knees and I picked up the phone and said, I need to see the Taoiseach. And I was in the next day at 11 o'clock. And I said to him, listen, I've a thousand jobs to offer you if you want them, but you're on the steps of the Merion and you're announcing them and you're inviting. He went, can I kiss you? And I went, sure. (laughs) No problem. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And you can download this episode of Life and Leadership with Bobby Kerr wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Amundi, working today for all our tomorrows. Now, do you know your APR or your SVR or your tracker rate or what the money purchase pension is? I'm supposed to know these things. And so are consumers and entrepreneurs as they increasingly buy financial products online without specific advice. In fact, Irish people lag behind their European peers when it comes to finance knowledge. Dawn Bailey is the head of financial well-being at Bank of Ireland and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. So what is APR? I know, don't be asking me <laughs> tricky questions. At this hour of the day. Exactly. I think the key issue that we need to raise is financial literacy is vital for everyone. It's a core life skill. Mm. Um, that's the reason why we, we undertook this survey. There hasn't been a national survey on this subject since 2015, which was part of a global kind of benchmarking piece. And then and now we lag behind our, our peers. We've a, a national literacy score of mm. 54%. And if you compare that to, say, for example, the leaders in the field, the, the Scandies, North, the Scandies, they're at like 71, 72 But aren't they teaching it in school? So I suppose what we see is a, what, where, where countries do really well is where there's a national strategy around it. Mm. Um, now, in Bank of Ireland, we have a comprehensive schools programme. So you'll have seen Baz on the telly lately talking about you know, 420,000 children having been through it. So primary and secondary. Mm. But I suppose we can do a lot in, in schools, but what where we see a gap is when people transition from, from school, from, from the learning to the doing. Mm. So, so from, from secondary school into potentially university and upwards? Not so much into university, but actually when it, when it comes to first job yeah. um, and, and navigating things like understanding your mm. taxes and <clears throat> why you should be starting a pension when you're probably... 40, 50 years away from retirement. Yeah, and it's, that seems like a lifetime away. Uh, but isn't it pretty crazy that we're teaching kids about hanging drumlins and glaciers and the Stone Age, but we're not teaching them um, how to save for a pension or even what to look at when they're buying a credit card or signing up for a credit card? Yeah, look, and I think if we were to look at, again, as I mentioned, who does it really well, uh, the, the say, in, in Denmark, for example, they have three years of mandatory uh, financial education in secondary school. Mm. Um, in Sweden, for example, they've been teaching financial literacy in schools since, like, for over 100 years. And, and does it not need to come from the government? Does it not need to come from the Minister for Education to say, listen, guys, I, I'm now making this legal? There are lots of, of parties who need to come to the table on this. So mm. it is, it does need a societal response. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, in education, but also there's a, you know, there's there's opportunity for employers to do something uh, on this as well to support their employees' financial well-being. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, we're in development of 
a tool where you can uh, employers could run this for their employees, run this survey for their employees to understand actually what they know and what don't they know. know and don't know, and then we can go in and, and provide support. And, it's, and it's, I mean, it's great that you guys are doing it, but it's not just Bank of Ireland. The other banks and, and big companies should be doing it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think again, just talking about the younger kind of cohort, that Gen Z. One of the concerning things is that actually we know, and I don't have Irish research, but in the UK and the US, over 50% of, of that cohort are getting mm. their financial advice from TikTok. Yeah. Now, TikTok is, is great, but how do you know what's a trusted source or not? Now, there's something that financial institutions can learn from that as well, which is around delivering education or information in bite-sized chunks. Mm-hmm. But there is... There has to be a balance. Where do employers come into this and what sort of responsibility do they have and what sort of responsibility should they have when it comes to financial literacy? Well, if we think about it, we all know the impact that financial stress can have on on your overall well-being, right? It's and, one of the biggest causes of divorce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it is... As part of that, you know, you see a lot of employers who have, you know, well-being strategies, which which they're doing under kind of their ESG commitments. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you've got to have, uh, you have to help your employers, your employees uh, improve their own knowledge. And Mm -hmm. and, and again, they become, as you support them, they'll become more like it's a big it's a big support. Yeah. And women lag behind men when it comes to financial literacy. Oh. That's another major concern. Yeah, it's huge. This is one really close to my heart. So we have a national financial wellbeing index as well. So and what we see is that there's a 10 percent gap there thereabouts between men and women from financial literacy. And that directly translates into the financial well-being score. So, so what does that mean? If, if you don't trust your, if you don't have the financial literacy, it means that you might earn less or, you know, have you, bigger you, debt issues. Yeah, all of the above, right? But I suppose particularly for women, there's a big concern. We're all aware of the, the, the female pensions gap, right? Mm, yeah. We know that uh, if you have to take time out for, for family reasons, you know, we also know that um, we live longer than men mm-hmm. um, and we're more likely to end up in poverty in later life. So I've been doing a lot of digging on this, right? There's no simple answer. So some some of it's around confidence. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Men are a bit more confident. Yeah, you see it in... So, for example, in STEM, right? You know that boys and girls test this equally. science, technology and maths, etc. Exactly. That boys and girls test equally, but girls are, have less confidence. And the same principle applies here. There's another piece around societal norms and there's a there's a big study on this which talks about this notion of stereotype threat where women are portrayed as profligate spenders and as making poor financial decisions and if you prime girls with the idea that your gender is bad at finances mm-hmm. then that tends to influence influence their their confidence. So it, it, there's so much at stake when it comes to financial literacy, uh, not just for the fairness within society, but for, for the, the economic health of that society oh, as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen, best of luck with your campaign and hopefully more companies will take up your campaign. Uh, if you, if I was Minister for Finance, I'm uh, sorry, Minister for Education, I would introduce it uh, at secondary school level and make it mandatory. But thank you so much, Dawn. Dawn Bailey, the Head of Financial Wellbeing at Bank of Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.